Welcome, 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 one and all. Welcome back to Off the Cuff, the podcast where two best friends talk everything sports and esports related for the past week. Stuff we normally talk about anyway, but we figure we might as well go live and share our thoughts on a podcast. Um, my name is JT, and joining me as per usual is my best friend and co-host, Highlander. Highlander, how's it going, buddy? Uh, you know, pretty good. How's it going with you? It's going good. It's going good. A little earlier of a podcast uh, today because, well, you know, Highlander's got some real life stuff going on later tonight. So um, glad for those who can make it and uh, those who can't, uh, you're dead to us. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that was dark. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, yeah, welcome. Welcome. And before we get started, uh, thank you all for who are listening and watching this podcast right now. If you want to check us out live while we're recording, head over to twitch.tv slash off the cuff pod every Tuesday night at 730 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like I said, tonight's a little earlier. But if you want to keep up to date on when we go live, you can follow our Twitter, which is off the cuff pod um, or sorry, off the cuff cast on Twitter. Uh, if we have to change anything up, uh, you can see that. Um this is a great time to remind you to like this video if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe to our channel, and follow us on whatever listening platform you are on right now. Anyone in our chat at this moment who isn't following us, I highly recommend you do so. That way you're notified of when we go live every single week. But now, do you know what time it is, Highlander? I, I do, and I'm, I'm ready for it. I got my thinking hat on. I'm ready to go. It is time for Highlander's quick quiz oh no let's spin it so last week anyone who remember he had nrl for 200 this week he's got kind of nba for 100 look at that okay i'm i'm in trouble beautiful it's a 100 point nba question you're fine lebron james well okay we haven't even gotten it yet okay well all right who is the all-time leader in three-point shots made you know what? I'm just going to say, because, you know, my favorite player being one of the three-point stars, I'm going to go ahead and say Steph Curry. Let's see if he's right. I it is Stephen Curry. Fantastic. Islander you know, Chef, is correct. Chef Curry with it. Well, you love to see it. Good old Chef Curry. Yeah, of course, breaking that record, I believe it was last season. I was going to say, I feel like he just broke that record, yep, actually. Yep, last season. Uh, Curry broke that record, so very, very nice, very well done, Highlander. Highlander is currently up to three hundred points since we uh, since we've done the the last two questions that really count for anything with the custom board and everything. So uh, those of you keeping track at home, Highlander is three hundred points for the good. And well, although he did miss some questions before, we're gonna we're gonna dock those off of his his tally. So right now he's three hundred and zero. So well done, three hundred four zero point points out. lost. Since bringing out the wheel, I'm I'm rocking it. That's true. The wheel might be your good luck charm. I mean, so far you only got a 200 point question and then a 100 point question. So okay, there's there's no need to bring down the moment. I'm not bringing down the moment. You you still had to clutch up for two questions and two sports. I'm I'm still new to as well. True, true. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll be we'll be hoping for a harder question next week to really test Highlander's metal. Um. And really get his heart thumping. But uh, without any further ado, I mean, there's really not much going on this week. Highlander and I were discussing before we started this podcast. Um, but yeah, I mean, NFL-wise, I mean, Highlander, 
what's, what's going on in the NFL? Not much, huh? Uh, I feel like right now teams are just getting ready for the draft in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, there's some minor signings that, I mean, it's just depth basically right now. I mean, I feel like a lot of the free agency trading is not going to be done until after the, the or during. It's either going to be after or during the draft. Like DeAndre Hopkins, for instance, I know you uh, said before that uh, it looks like the Bills aren't getting DeAndre Hopkins. Um, I think if DeAndre Hopkins is going to go anywhere, it'll most likely be the draft. If he True. doesn't, if he if it, it doesn't happen during the draft, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins goes anywhere and he plays as a Cardinal next season. Mm. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. So we had Bills not getting Hopkins. That's the only thing that I had as well. So, um. Yeah, but there there was something that was kind of interesting that I posted in our Discord. If those of you who are interested in our Discord channel, you want to check that out. I'm pretty sure we're off the cuff, off the cuff pod. So search for off the cuff pod, and you'll see our little our picture there. So join our Discord, talk to us about football and everything. But uh, I posted a little graphic from Twitter that I found, and it was start, bench, or cut. And so the choices are Alvin Kamara, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Highlander. Which one of those are you starting? Which one? Which one are you benching? Which one are you cutting? Um, you know what? I'm going to start Joe Mixon, mm-hmm. bench Najee Harris, and cut Alvin Kamara. Okay, okay. We're not too far off. I had to uh, start Najee Harris. I like his young start mm-hmm. that he's had to the NFL. I think re- yeah, I think he can really do some great things. Um, Joe Mixon, of course, he's the bench. I mean, he's still got some life in him. He's, he can still... He can still explode on That's you. Definitely. Is what what mixing are we getting? Are we getting Super Bowl run mixing? Or are we getting true mixing who last season kind of didn't play well? He he had his moments last season. I had him on my fantasy team, and he uh, although he was a you know he was a start every season. I mean every week because he's you know he's Joe Mixon. You start him every week. He didn't have the greatest of seasons. You're right, but he had some he had some weeks where I definitely relied on him. So he he wasn't oh, yeah. all bad. But Alvin Kamara, I mean. That's just I also had him, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he was just bad for me. And I traded him to Regal, and he started doing better. Of course, he's just—he's just one of those players who is very injury prone, mm. mistake happy. And I mean, as of right now, there's a good chance that the Saints might lose him for two years. Yeah, true. He might be going to jail. Yeah, is that still up for grabs at this point? Right. right. So, I mean, that's that's why he's on my cut. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Same. I mean, like I said, just last season was really pitiful out of him. And, uh, I mean, he's better than that. But I'm not sure if he's trying that hard or if he's just in a system that doesn't work for him right now. Um, I mean, I feel the Saints are, are, have moved on from him, though. I mean, look what they signed up or signed this offseason. True. They signed Jamal Williams, who mm-hmm. took off for the Lions last year. Yeah. And like Jamal Williams even said, he left Detroit because he just wasn't wanted in Detroit. So he mm-hmm. said, all right, you don't want me? I'll leave. Sign with the Saints. And honestly, I think the Saints are one of those teams that people need to keep an eye on because I think the Saints might do some good things. Right. Right, right. In fact, I'm going to make a bold statement right now and say that the NFC South is going to be the most shocking um, division. Yes, yes. I think you were alluding to that quite recently as well. Just from the signings and stuff that they've done in the offseason, I mean, Baker Mayfield being on the box now. Mm. Um, Panthers getting the number one overall pick. So it's either going to be CJ Stroud or Bryce Young leading their way. They have Adam Thielen. Um, did they just also sign another wide receiver recently? No, it was Adam Thielen. 
Mm-hmm. I swear there's another one that they just signed as well. Miles Sanders in the backfield. Yeah. Who's a really good running back. He is. I know they just signed a tight end. People, I mean, people offense, sleeping on Miles Sanders. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, he hasn't done too, too good with the Eagles. He's had his moments where he does good, but I can see why the Eagles also didn't really spend the big money to bring him back when we have a bunch of talent on the team already. Right. With Gainwell, with Scott. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't really need to spend that much money on Miles Sanders. It's sad because I would have loved to see Sanders play with the Eagles forever, but. Yeah. Makes sense. It does. It does make sense. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, we had the draft coming up. Uh, when is the draft, Highlander? Do you know? Off the top uh, of your head? I believe it's April 25th, but let me let me fully look that up for April, you. That's Pam's birthday. That'd be amazing if it was. Um, it, Pam's it, my wife, by the way. I haven't said that on this podcast, and I don't know why <laughs> I haven't said it until episode six. But uh, yeah, that's, yeah, anyway. When is it? Uh, April 27th. April 27th. Okay. Well, no uh, luck for Pam. I was close. Or maybe she'd like that it's not on her birthday because, you yeah. Know, then, yeah. Now yeah. You, look, now you can take her out to dinner. <laughs> you know, you can, you know. We'll be on a cruise ship. What do you mean? Cruise? Yeah. Now, wait a minute. You're taking me or what? Well, I mean, you weren't. Sorry. No. <laughs> oh, last week I get I get declined of a marriage, and this week I get declined of a cruise. Unbelievable. <laughs> You know, I'm I'm striking out hard. I don't think that marriage part was was included in the actual edit of last episode, but uh, okay. Well, yeah, Highlander and I almost got married last episode. For those of you who aren't watching on Twitch, I highly recommend so doing because you might miss those parts that aren't they don't make it in the actual episode. But uh, yeah, so that's that's really all we've got for the NFL, right, Highlander? That's pretty much oh, yeah, about that's it. Basically, all we got. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so. JT, what's going on with basketball? With basketball, not much is going on with the basketball. I mean, we've got some. Yeah. I've got two new uh, comebacks, I guess, if you Comeback. will. Yeah, okay. yeah, two new comebacks. So, uh, as I have said before, we had uh, Golden State Warriors All Star Andrew Wiggins has been out for a long time. He's missed twenty one games attending to a family matter. He never really said much about that. But uh, I mean, not like it really matters either. Family matters is family matter. But um, so he's coming back. He's expected to come back. He's nearing his return. And he's supposed to come back early this week, this week of April 3rd, April 4th. So he might be coming back sooner than later. So maybe tomorrow or whenever. But uh, so that's a huge boost for the Warriors, of course, because, you know, just like last year, they got hot at the end, and they ended up winning it all. So bringing on Andrew Wiggins and his power, and especially if he's been like not just resting for the past 21 games, but like still working out a little bit while attending these Femi matters, like he'll come in, you know, rejuvenated and uh, ready to take them, take them far. Cause he, he was a big, he was a big deal in last year's, uh, in last year's finals. Um, yeah, so excited to see him come back. Uh, we also had another return. Uh, Kevin Durant came back this week as well for the Suns, so that's a huge boost for them. Um, and, you know, Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant, he played fantastic in his first game back. Um, I believe it was against the Thunder. 
unless that was the second game he played back. But um, I mean, what what is there what is there to say that hasn't been said about Kevin Durant? I mean, the man is just an offensive powerhouse, and he was even getting it done on both ends of the floor from the game that I watched against the Thunder. Like I said, uh, he was he was having some nice blocks, some good defense. I mean, he's like seven foot one. I mean, how can you okay. not? I mean, he, he, I don't think he is seven foot. He's like six ten, maybe, but like that's a that's a big man for how right there. big he is and how like athletic and just seamless his offense is. Like, it should be illegal. It really should be. I mean, Kevin Durant is probably my my favorite player to watch in the NBA right now. I mean, he has been for the past couple seasons. Um, I mean, back, even back when he was on Golden State, I mean, he was just fun to watch and. That hasn't changed with whatever team he's on. He he always goes out there and he, he thrills, he electrifies the crowd. So, um, yeah. So good stuff for for the Suns. And uh, I mean, I was watching the the Hawks. Uh, it was the Hawks Mavericks game recently, and um, so the Hawks really needed this win the other night because all the other play in teams had already won for the night. And so the Hawks really needed to win to stay, you know, where they were in the, in the play in contention. Cause they're right now they're in eighth, I believe, which gives them that, you know, two for one chance at getting into the, at getting into the bracket. Um, yeah, they're in eighth. Um, so, but so going against the Mavs, which obviously are a good team as well. Um, they completely blew like, their lead at the end. They were up by like two, three, and they just kept fouling and fouling with like two, five seconds left, two seconds left. They would, they would get to the point where they were, they should win again because of a missed free throw where they were down by one. And then, uh, they would foul again on like an inbounds play. And, and it was just, oh, it was bad. They ended up going into overtime, ended up winning it one thirty two, one thirty, But, uh, it was a, it was a crazy game from the Hawks and the Mavs that should not have gone into overtime because I mean, you got, you got 0.4 seconds. It's an inbound play that they need to just tip into the basket. You shouldn't be fouling there. And, uh, they fouled and thankfully for them, he only made one free throw. So he didn't just win it right there. But, uh, anyway, looking at the standings, um, for the NBA quickly before we, you know, concede this topic because there's not much to say other than the playoff picture right now. So um, we've got Denver, Milwaukee. They're still there. Memphis, Boston, they're still there. Um, I mean, talking about the Mavericks, they're not even in here right now. So that's not good for them. Uh, they've really fallen down. Um, let's take a look here. More teams have clinched on the eastern side. Uh, yeah, only the Nets haven't clinched their spot at the sixth spot so that might change the nets could drop down which i'm honestly surprised that they've that they've kept this like top six with losing all their guys that they did um with all that you know i was gonna say roster mania but that's esports <laughs> those, those trade uh deadlines and the, the trades that happened so i'm actually pretty impressed with them that they were able to hold on here and I mean, it is possible that they could they could go down to seventh if Miami goes on a bit of a run. Bam and Jimmy Butler, you know, if they get hot. Um, so there's that. But honestly, right now, I mean, Toronto, they are securely, uh, they're locked into this play-in. That's what the PI means right there. So they're they are completely locked in. They are not going to get knocked out of the play-in. But these three teams 
from what I'm guessing, could. I mean, I guess really it's only the magic that could get in because all these other guys are out. So um, I, I would guess that the Hawks, well, I guess the Hawks or the Bulls could knock down and Maver- well, Mavericks are at 34 wins. I don't really see them getting up there. So I wouldn't really see this play-in picture changing that much. Um, Denver Nuggets is still the first seed because uh, they clinched their division and Memphis clinched their division. Kings have clinched, but other than that, those three teams, Phoenix, Clippers, Warriors, Warriors are up here at six, which is nice. The Los Angeles Lakers have went on a crazy run the past uh, pretty much month. Um, as you guys can remember, the first episode we had or the second episode, I said like they were down here out of the play-in game, and now they're mm-hmm. at seventh, contending for sixth. So they're just contending to just go right in. And I mean, like I said, LeBron came back, um, you know, with that little right foot uh, tendon thing. And he's still maybe hobbling. I don't know. But uh, they could still get out of the play-in and just get right into the bracket. But with Andrew Wiggins coming back, maybe it's the Clippers that might fall. Uh, Who knows? Uh, There's so much... There's a lot here. Mavericks are right out there on the outside looking in. So that win was huge for them, or that loss, I should say, was huge for them as well since that just further knocked them out. That might have knocked them out oh, of the play-in contention, they've actually. They've lost the last three. They have, yeah, yeah. Dallas isn't looking too good. No, and I mean, it's like we said recently, that Kyrie and Luka combination just isn't quite meshing. I mean, you know, they probably can't, they probably can't tell who's getting rid of the ball, you know, mm. who's not having the ball in their hands. So it's a little unfortunate because two guys of their caliber, I mean, especially with Kyrie being the playmaker that he is, you'd think that he'd be able to give Lucas some space and to find him, you know, streaking towards the basket or in the corner or something for an easy three. And I don't know, but maybe they'll figure it out. I mean, Kyrie has all has already leaked that he won't be in Maverick. He won't, he won't be a Maverick next year pretty much <laughs> i mean he's already kind of leaked that he's gotten offers for next year already which is doesn't bode well for dallas going into the playoffs if they make it uh if one of your guys is already like yeah i might not be here next year that's that's not great <laughs> going into the playoffs um but yeah i don't i don't i would assume that Kyrie wanted to go to dallas unless he didn't really have a say and brooklyn was just like no nah, you're going to dallas i don't care what you say uh, they probably didn't want him, you know, in their conference anymore. Um, so maybe that's what happened. I don't, I don't really know, but, uh, yes, yeah, so that's really the, that's really the playoff, uh, picture as of right now. Um, obviously more stuff getting cemented in the next week. Um, but yeah, I mean, with that being said, I mean, we're going to do our famous, not famous. We're going to do what we did last week, and we're going to have a nice little two-in-one segment here with the NBA and the NHL since they're, they're both just playoff pictures. Yeah, they're both, they're both teasing right now. They're teasing the playoffs. Yeah. You know, trying to get everyone excited. Not too much is really happening, of course, in either of them. Just a little... So anyways, I mean, I feel like some teams, you just... They're not moving. Like, for instance, Boston, they're... Then his hockey side. Boston just isn't moving on, on the hockey side. Right. Um, the only place you can really see any change in hockey on like the east side is the last spot, last two spots with Florida really inching closer. Pittsburgh just holding them off by one point. Mm-hmm. The Islanders only holding them off by two points. 
I mean, that's really the only race here in these is these three teams. Other than that, I mean, Buffalo, they're done. Mm-hmm. Ottawa, done. All these things on here, not surprising. Because Buffalo was up there, wasn't? Weren't they? They were in like sixth or at one point. Buffalo earlier. was like seventh, battling least. for it. Yeah, they were battling for this at one point. Yeah, and then they collapsed. Uh, Western side, we've got some clinching playoff clinching areas Quite here. A lot, yeah. As now we've got five who clinched. So we Dallas only have, made it. Uh, when we have three positions left, Seattle is dropping hard. <laughs> they are. Hopefully Seattle doesn't fall out because I watched the game of the day that Seattle was playing in and everyone was like hyping them up and like, Seattle going to make their first playoffs. I was like, oh, can you imagine they somehow drop out? <laughs> After all the hype of being like, oh, Seattle's going to make their first playoffs this year. Well, they got to finish not. the job. They got to finish it. I mean, that, at Even least though- that that gap between ninth and eighth is pretty steep. Yeah. Like, they would have to start losing. Oh, wait, points-wise, not really, actually. I just saw wins. Points-wise, it's really not that steep. Yeah, no. Point-wise, yeah, they're close. Well, I mean, look. This so is where many, all the points come from. Yeah, so many tie or overtime wins. Uh, losses, actually. Losses. I keep saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. We won't teach you yet. But yeah, like Seattle. It's crazy because Seattle at one point was like third. Yeah. They've dropped down to seventh. It's not looking too hot for the for the Seattle Kraken. No. Uh, Winnipeg. Like Winnipeg's been like like quiet team that's like, yeah, we're just gonna try to cruise into the playoffs. Mm. And if we make it, we make it. Whereas Calgary is like, we need to make it. Mm-hmm. We need to. I mean, shockingly, the Blues got eliminated from playoff contention the other day. And that was like the first time in five years. Wow. That they've been eliminated from the playoffs. How come there's no little like marker by their name to say like, yeah, they're knocked out? Uh, I, would, I don't know. <laughs> I'm blaming NHL for that. Just like I'm surprised they haven't done like the um, a bracket yet. Because I mean, so far right. we know one game is confirmed for the first round. And that's Toronto versus Tampa. Hmm. That is the first round matchup that's going to happen, which happened last year. Yeah. Where Toronto lost in game seven. Which, I mean, Toronto hasn't made it past the first round of the playoffs in six seasons. Mm. That's just sad. Will it continue and make it seven? Against a team like Tampa, it definitely could. Yeah. I mean, it's not... I hate to say it, but I don't think there's going to be a Canadian team that breaks the Canadian curse either this year. True. I mean, in the East, there's only one Canadian team making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The West is the best chance of Edmonton with Connor McDavid. And two. then either there most likely will be right. two yeah. in the West. So three in total. <laughs> Out of the seven, yeah. right? Um, I'm pretty sure you said see. seven. Toronto, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal, Edmonton, Winnipeg, Calgary, Vancouver. Is that eight? I don't know. We need a math check. Bruins Cup champs. Hey, I agree. I I don't see it not happening, to be honest. They're insane. Yeah. I honestly, I don't see any team beating. I think that was seven. I think I want to say that was seven. 
But uh, probably, yeah, yeah. Anyway, speaking of the Bruins, though, my team—they're only three wins away from breaking that win record. True. This is also true. Love that. Five games left. I mean, it's very possible. Pretty sure it's like a hundred-year thing as well. Mm-hmm. That has been lasting. So I mean, I mean they Bruins only have seventeen it. losses in the entire season. That is just absurd. That's, yeah, it's disgusting. It's absurd. I mean that that how how similar is this to you of like Golden State going like seventy three and nine? I mean that was definitely a better record per se. You know, like basketball versus NHL. But like, is this on the same level of just dominance? I, I feel like. For hockey, it's harder because harder. to get a full team to play that well as what Boston is doing. Because mm-hmm. like, let's be honest here, in hockey, it's not really like how in basketball you can have your star, your one star player, and then that's about it. Mm-hmm. Where you have other people just helping the star player succeed. Hockey, you have to have like a full, the whole team's got to be going. Right. And not just like your first line, but your second line, your third line. Even your fourth line has to have like players that are stepping up Some doing good players, things. Yeah, they got to hold their own. They got to not let them score all the time. You know, what I mean. You know? I mean <laughs> and Boston, Boston has shown that they can do that. I mean, I would, I would say a hot take. Like NHL is probably more taxing than the NBA. I mean, I would say that that it's it's harder. I mean, they're both working on both ends of the of the floor and the ice. Like they're both working, but. NHL, I mean, you have extra pads on. You're getting slammed into the boards. Like, it is a physical sport. And you're constantly moving. Right. Whereas the NBA, you're stopping every two seconds because of a whistle, because of a foul. I mean, that's not really going on. I mean, when there's a penalty in the NHL, it gets faster, you know, with power plays. I mean, it gets faster. It gets more taxing. So, like, when when a penalty happens in the NHL, it doesn't relieve you of anything, you know? I mean, like... Yeah, so I mean, I I would personally say that the NHL is more taxing oh, on your body, which is why we don't see teams go to like that seventy win mark because it's just it's just yeah. impossible. <laughs> I mean, the way the Bruins are doing this next season, don't don't say impossible. True, true, but I mean, people weren't very high on Boston this year. I mean, they they thought they were they would do okay, but like they didn't think this. I mean, Boston really didn't do that many crazy changes. No. Boston kind of kept their squad, which, I mean, again, they still have Pasternak, who, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is, is one of the, the, the great forwards in the game right now. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have the veteran in Marchand, who his job is just basically getting the enemy's heads. Right. And he does a good job at doing that. And I think he'll continue to do that along the way to the to this cup. Mm-hmm. But looking at, like, Looking at these East teams, I don't see a team here that's going to beat them in a best of seven. Right. Like, the only team that I could really see them like, coming close to doing it would probably be a team like Toronto, if Toronto could get past the first round. Yeah, yeah. Which Just because Toronto does have a really talented like roster. Right, right. I mean, speaking of... Well, not Toronto, I guess. I guess I'm thinking of Tampa Bay. The last team to tie the record, uh, they got knocked out in the first round. They got swept. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I hope Boston isn't exerting all their energy to get this record. I doubt they are. But, I mean, it'd be, like, one of those nice things if it happened, you know? But, like, I hope they don't exert all their energy to get this record and then just completely flop over to 
you know, Pittsburgh or Florida or whoever ends I mean, up making that eighth spot. In all fairness, though, mm-hmm. Columbus that year, when they 4 0 them, Columbus then went to the Eastern Conference final and lost in the game seven. Right. To Tampa. Or no, to somebody else. I sure who it was. I think it was Pittsburgh that year. Hmm. I don't know. Marshall's in here. You could tell us. It was still one of those things, though, where Columbus was on a very hot streak where they had a really good goalie, they had everything going for them, and then the next season, that goalie went to Florida, mm-hmm. and, like, things happened, and now, I mean, Columbus is down as, as the worst team in the East. Yeah. Let's get into baseball, shall we? Let's do it. Baseball is here. It is here, baby. And uh, as of right now, my Red Sox have won their first season series, which is nice, against the Orioles, nonetheless, which for some reason they had our number last year, and we couldn't win anything against them. Maybe we did win one series. I don't remember. But I remember that I was very sad because we just couldn't even beat. We couldn't even beat the Orioles last year. But anyway. Um. Yeah, so Boston, I mean, most of the games that I've honestly watched in the past couple days, I've noticed a very strong uptick in scoring. I don't know if you've noticed that, Highlander, with any games you've been watching, but, like, the scoring for all the games, baseball-wise, is just Oh, yeah, there's been been a lot of... I mean, look, the first day of baseball, you had Boston who lost, what was it, 10-9. Yeah. And then the same day, you had Toronto win their game 10-9. Right. Um, I'm looking at another one here. That ten nothing Milwaukee over the Mets. Yeah, I mean the very next day three, Boston beat nine, Baltimore nine yeah. eight. I mean like all of those There's, games, seventeen runs, eighteen runs. You know, like we're averaging like twenty runs it seems per baseball game, which insane. is insane. Which I mean, I would honestly probably like I would chalk that up to I don't know the pitch clock, the speed, uh, yeah, yeah, the speed of the game because like pitchers don't yeah, have don't much time it. to you know compose themselves if they don't come out hot i mean if they don't come out yeah they don't come out hot they don't have much time to compose themselves anymore and so like if you're working and if you're dealing like that's fine but there's also less time between pitches now so like batters might be able to see the ball a bit better um yeah it's you know less time in between pitches makes it easier to see patterns and and stuff like that but um anyway so looking at the weekend series winners got a little graphic for us here um love that yeah yeah it is. so weekend series winners we had the the a's beating the nationals the a's the braves, <laughs> the Not braves the a's. There, bud. yeah <laughs> i was like i saw an a and i was like oh, obviously it's the a's the a's are down here uh anyway the, the braves taking on Na- the washington nationals they they took it from them yankees took it from san fran Boston ended up taking it from the Orioles, which second game shouldn't have happened the way it did. I'll get to that soon. Uh, Brewers over the Cubs. Uh, Rays over the Detroit Tigers. Tigers. I was going to say Lions, but I'm like, that's football. Uh, yeah, Tigers. Uh, you know, Texas over Philly. Um, Reds over the Pirates. Rockies and San Diego hadn't finished yet by the time this this uh, thing came out. I'm not sure who won that. I would assume 
the Padres would have since they're facing the Rockies of all teams. But uh, anyway, you got St. Louis taking taking down Toronto. It's sad for Highlander. Um, yeah, you got the Royals falling to the Twins. Mets taking on the Marlins. Uh, Astros overcoming. There's no check mark, so I guess it didn't finish either. I don't remember. Uh, Angels overcoming the A's. And then the LA Diamondback series didn't finish either. Guardians overtaking the Mariners. Um, three teams that were undefeated in the first series, which is the Rangers, Tampa Bay, and the Twins, all you know sweeping their opponent, obviously earning them undefeated status. Um, are, are you taking a look at who at who won what series right now? It's looking like Colorado won the San Diego. Colorado, series. oh yeah, they, looks like they did. I mean, this game right here on March thirtieth, they won seven. That to was two. opening day. And then Friday they won four one. Oh yeah, I mean unless oh unless these were ties because maybe they were four game series and they just tied. That could uh, be what San happened. Diego won this eight four. And then I'm, I'm thinking these these ended up in tied series. Yeah, they, San they probably, Diego one three one. So yeah, that's two two. Yeah, they probably played four. So that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. I was like, why have yeah, they? Yeah, because then San Diego's <laughs> with Arizona now. So yeah, cool. It's just cool. a tie. Cool, cool. But anyway, moving on to the Boston game that I was just talking to you about, uh, we had the Orioles. This is bomb of the ninth, two outs, pop up. Drops the ball. Yoshida is safe. Two pitches later, Adam Duvall. Walk off, home run, two run blast that barely made it over the top of the green of the green That's- monster there embarrassing it was the amount of orioles players or not players orioles fans that i saw who was calling for that dude's dismissal from the team yeah i felt i felt bad for him i felt bad for him how do you how do you mess up a pop-up because they they zoomed in i mean not zoomed in but like in the in all the replays that they showed of him dropping that that ball um he just never saw the ball into his glove. He was just looking up, and then the ball was here, and then as it went into his glove, he just he just didn't even check to see if it was like actually in his glove. And it just hit right on the palm and just rolled right off. And so, I mean, huge break for the Red Sox there. I mean, and, and wait, what a way to capitalize on such an error, too. I mean, Adam Duvall, in those first two games, the first series, honestly, Adam Duvall was a monster for us. I'm pretty sure he was something like I don't know, like eight for eight for twelve or something in by at the plate. So like he had a crazy opening series for us. Hope he continues that, obviously. Um but yeah, so that was a crazy uh crazy end to the second game of the Boston uh season. And uh but I have the opening day uh, 15 opening day contest came in at an average of two hours and 45 minutes. Not bad. So that beat uh, you know, last year by 18 say, minutes, shorter I than was, the regular season game. I was watching, I was watching a couple games, mm-hmm. and the games do go by a lot faster now. Oh, they do. I mean, they don't have much time anymore to, you know, lollygag or dilly dally. So, like, I'm all for it. It was great. Oh, yeah. And again, I'm not against the whole high scoring either, just for the fact of. No. 
I mean, one nothing games would be really boring when like you watch oh, yeah. the whole game for a one nothing. Whereas like some of these games are ending like twelve eleven, for instance, of like Cleveland versus Oakland. That's a game. Oh, that's a game. Like, that's a game. You know, for if that's a game, you're sitting on the edge of your seat. All I mean, I went ten innings that I just seen. Yeah. But but again, that's just you're just gonna be sitting there going, Oh, what's gonna happen next? Who's gonna get that big hit? Right. Right, exactly. And I mean, like, especially with the offense being that crazy, I mean, like, it's anyone who could have that big hit, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, anyone at any moment in time could just pop off and and just, yeah, kill that uh, kill that ball <laughs> and go crazy. I mean, like, the amount of home runs, too, that I saw, just, for, just from the Boston series, I mean, there were so many home runs, especially in, like, one inning. I'm pretty sure Chris Sale, I think he ended up giving up four home runs in his opening debut um not all in the same inning but i think there was at least two in the same inning uh tanner hawk another starter for us he gave up two home runs in the same inning um yeah so i mean like i think i honestly think that this pitch clock is is either getting in it's getting into the pitcher's heads and so who knows what will happen as you know the games go on and the nerves go away um with the pitch clock and they settle down but as of right now, yeah. I mean, we're experiencing curiously, an offensive curious, paradise. Curiously, there will be a no-hitter this season. I bet there will. Pitch, I bet there will. Clock. I bet there will be a couple. I bet there will be a couple. I mean, especially, like I said, if a pitcher really is, like, he just starts hot and he can yeah. keep that momentum going with the with the fast pitches with him, you know, especially, like I said, a couple episodes ago, the batter has to look at you with eight seconds. You have eight whole seconds to just sit there. And and just get in the head of the batter, and you know make him burn one of his step outs or whatever the case may be, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see a couple of no hitters happening, probably mid season, later season, probably being more more of a threat for mm-hmm. no hitters. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for like, and we might have already seen like a, a dominant pitching performance, but I just haven't caught it really. Um, yeah, I would I would love to see a pitcher just completely in his element, just working at his own pace with this new pitch clock and just putting the batters down. Like I could see that game being like two hours, fifteen minutes, you know? I mean, all depending on how explosive their offensive bats are. Yeah. But like like a one nothing game, like you were saying, like I would love to see the time of that game. It'd probably be close to two hours, you know? And, or less. Uh, or well, I don't I doubt less since they have, you know, commercials and all that stuff like that are going into yeah. the games. But like I said, maybe. I mean, hey, we might see a game that might go under two hours, which would be absolutely nuts. But uh, I don't know if I would like that. I'd be like, what, it's over already? Hello? <laughs> like, imagine you sit down on the couch. You're just like, oh, I got a couple hours to kill. I'm going to watch my team. And then the game's over in like an hour and 57 minutes. You're like, okay, I guess I got to do work now. I got to be productive. Come on, baseball. But uh, I mean, Speaking of teams, I, I I just need something that I would hate to be a Chicago White Sox fan. Oh yeah. Apparently, the Giants hit seven home runs against them in the twelve three win. Oh, imagine no. having to imagine having to sit there and watch your team give up twelve different or seven different home runs. Oh, that was a and liner. you're just there like you just the team just looks defeated. Yeah. The more the home runs go. The more Chicago just looks like, can this game end, please? Oh, man. That is rough. That is rough. Seven, like, 
I like how they even said like the Giants play home run derby. No, not wrong. <laughs> not wrong. Yeah. Who has more? Who's got more? Honestly, home run derby is how I describe most of the games that I watched this this opening weekend. Pretty much, mm. home run derby, just home run fest. It's just absolutely insane. But that's really all I have for the for the MLB segment of this show. So exciting matches to come up. Obviously, we'll we'll keep it. You know, we'll keep updating you week after week with, um, you know, teams that are doing well, players that are doing well. Aaron Judge got the first home run of the season. Um, not surprising, but I wish it wasn't him. Um, you know, so interesting, exciting stuff for baseball. And uh, can't wait to break it all down for you in the weeks to come, months to come. With that being said, and with that segment being wrapped up, it's time to head over to the NRL. And unfortunately, this time, we don't have Regal, which is sad. Regal had to work this morning. Well, for us, it's afternoon slash evening. But for him, it's morning the next day. You know, so absolutely wild how time zones work. But, uh, yeah, so we, we, we wish you well, Regal. Uh if he's watching this, he probably is, and he's probably sleeping or getting ready for work, one of the two. But uh, anyway. Or has his hand in the cookie jar, one of the two. His <laughs> hand in the cookie jar. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, let's go over these matches, Highlander. Um, I know there wasn't too much going on that, that you saw. or it You weren't as invested this week, you were telling me, uh, just because of other things going on. Yeah, I just, yeah. But... Uh, I went to bed early uh, for everyone at home that's you know curious of why I didn't watch right, the games. Right, because right. you know uh, the NRL games for us over here in America started at like five a.m., three a.m., five a.m. Yeah. yeah. Normally, Highlanders up watching them, so you know oh, yeah. you got to give kudos to the to our NRL to our NRL guy over here. I I watch pretty much like the you know the recaps that get posted the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what happened? And then I watch the recaps, and and that's good, but. Uh, yeah, so let's let's. Oh, geez, I just broke my chair almost. But um, <laughs> uh, let's let's swap over to Highlander's point of view here. If you could zoom those in for me, Highlander, zoom zoom in. Oh a yeah, bit. don't don't worry, I got you, but I'll zoom in. Maybe go so like two hundred percent. That's what I have mine on when I when I do it. Okay, I'm going, I went to two hundred. Oh my, that's massive. I love it. That's actually great. Look at that. We're going game by game, literally. I love that. All right. I just said F11 will be real good. Listen, listen, we, we spare no expenses here. <laughs> spare no expenses for the Zoom feature on on, on the internet. So anyway. First game, uh, we had the Sydney Roosters uh, versus the Parramatta Eels. Yeah. Where, uh, again, it seems Parramatta just happened to fall short once again. Yeah. I changed my fantasy name to Eels Errors because of this game. <laughs> I feel like that's all it is. I feel like the Eagles just keep losing because of their mistakes. Yeah. Like, yes. I feel like I feel like they're beating themselves most of the season. Well, mistakes and waiting until the last possible second to try to make a comeback. Like, what's well, up with that? Yeah. You so know, I'm pretty sure it was in the last like 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes of the game where they really like made a push and got like I don't I know two tries, that, three tries, two tries. I, at least two. I can I can relate to that to be honest. I actually had tears in my eyes though from laughing right there. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was the first game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, close game, though. You know, I mean, 
It, was, it could have went either way. Roosters just came out as a better team. Yep. Uh, the Roosters seem like they are starting to turn it up around, though, which is what we kind of predicted the Roosters would do as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into match two, uh, we had the Raiders versus the Panthers, where the Panthers absolutely whoop the Raiders. It's whooped them. On the road as well. Coming off that oh, yeah. loss from Parramatta as well, they were they were mad. Yeah, they came out <laughs> mad. Yeah, like, they brought out the belts and they were spanking. Move. I mean, fifty-three to twelve. That's uh, to an NFL game. This would basically be like a fifty-something to nothing game. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, the, the, I mean, props to the Raiders for getting two tries. I guess you could say right. But, Allowing 53 is just, that's just bad. Yeah. Where's, it your, where's your defense? <laughs> Tell you where. Non-existent. Yeah. So we can move on quickly from that game because there's not really much to talk about besides Panthers is dominated. Mm. Uh, we then go to the Rabbitohs versus the Storm. Mm. Uh, this could have been easily won by the Bunnies. But the bunnies instead decided that they were going to be uh, the eels, and uh, make dumb errors and beat themselves. <laughs> okay, well, in fact, there is a moment where Cameron Murray is down, and he should just he should just take the tackle. He's down, whatever. But instead, he tries to do a, a uh, pass back, but he's already down. So because he's down, it's a penalty. The ball goes to the storm. Mm. We were five. We were like five meters away from from scoring. Gotta love that. Then there's another time where we're really close to scoring again. All Tom Burgess has to do is just, you know, take the tackle. It was like, I think we had like two more tackles to go to try to score. Mm-hmm. Instead, he goes to pass it backwards, intercepted. And it's just bad mistakes. I'm like, you just, you didn't need to do these. You right. just didn't. Congratulations to the Storm. Big win for them on the road. And uh, yeah, moving on to the next game, a little uh, April Fool's Day get day at this point. We had the Seagulls uh, versus the Knights, and uh, no, this is not an April Fool's score. This is the actual score, thirty-two, thirty-two. No um, one could score in that golden point. Yeah, the golden point was just they tried, they just they just couldn't do it. Right. It was a good game. This is a game I actually watched. Mm. I actually enjoyed this game. Um. Manly looked really good, like usual. The Knights, though, were really surprising with the fact that they're keeping up with Manly. Yeah, but yeah, that 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 golden point though made these two teams look embarrassing. Mm. They went from looking really good the whole game, and then golden point, they just looked like they never played uh, footy in their life. <laughs> Which uh, this thirty-two thirty-two actually uh, ruined Regal from winning six hundred dollars this past weekend. Oh no. Uh, he won 300, but because it was a tie, they didn't give the full win. Oh, you hate to see it. Ah, it's heartbreaking. Going to the next game, we get the Dragons versus the Dolphins. Uh, this kind of figure that would happen, injuries to the Dolphins kind of showing up here as the Mm -hmm. Dragons did it to the Dolphins with a 38-12. Dragons are one of those teams that I feel are a 50 50 team going into most games. Mm-hmm. You never know what kind of dragons you're going to get. Of course, this day was a good dragons team. I right. think the Dolphins will bounce back a little bit, but 
they could also fall off really badly. Yeah. And, which would be embarrassing because I think they started off, what, 4-0, 3-0? And then they just drop off completely? I, I mean, they, I could see it happening. Mm-hmm. Going to the next game of the Broncos-West Tigers. A game that Regal last week told me that he thought was going to be a lot closer than I was saying. Uh, I would like to say, ladies and gentlemen, the American was right. It was a blowout. <laughs> Brisbane yeah, it was. destroyed the West Tigers in Suncorp. I called it. Um, the Tigers... Uh, on paper, the Tigers should be doing a lot better than what they've been this season. Yeah. At this point, I got to ask the question. Who's stopping this Broncos team? Because this Broncos team is just... They're on fire. They are. They're like, scary, actually. Every team, every game they've won has had like 40 points almost in it. From this them. game was such a bad blowout that their, their mid, Kerrigan, only played half the game. I mean, you don't have to play much when your team is just, I, yeah. I know. But it's bad for people who have them on fantasy like me. Yeah, yeah, you're not <laughs> wrong. I mean, as you said, the Tigers starters were there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, me having their, uh, their hooker on my fantasy team. He only got 27 points the whole game. For a hooker, that's terrible. That's horrible. That is, that is For those of you who don't know, for NRL fantasy, it's a little different than like NFL fantasy. You know, like 20 points yeah. is great for NFL fantasy, but people, I mean, players average about 40 points mm, for 30, the NRL. 30 to 40 is what fantasy. you really want. Yeah, yeah. From a lot so, of your players. 20 is, is like someone scoring eight. Like, <laughs> I want to point out to comparison, uh, mm-hmm. Damian Cook, I think, had 71. Uh, he's also another hooker, but he plays for the Bunnies. Mm-hmm. And the Bunnies score was 10 18. He had 71. Uh, mm-hmm. The Cowboys hooker, Reese Robson, had 73. Mm-hmm. And I think that game, that game was a low scoring game, too, if I remember correctly. We haven't gotten there yet, but like, that's just an example. So, like, you see these 70 scores, and then 27. Mm-hmm. Nah. Yeah, the West Tigers, they really need to get something going, otherwise they're going to win the spoon two years in a row. They, they might. They might. Which, last year was the first time the Tigers ever won the spoon. Mm. And you know what? They look like they won it again. I mean, it sounds like a good thing, but it's not. The wooden spoon is the worst yeah, the team. Spoon, yeah, the wooden spoon, yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish. I mean, I've said this to all the Australians I've talked to. I kind of wish they actually gave out a wooden spoon to That'd the be worst amazing. team. Because what an insult to make you want to do better the next season if you got a wooden spoon. Kind of like a big key to the city, but it's just a wooden spoon. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Going on to the next game, though, we have the Sharks hosting the Warriors in what I would call the most shocking turn of events as the Warriors beat the Sharks. I don't think anybody had the Warriors beating the Sharks. No. But the New Zealand Warriors are looking like they're coming to play this season. I, I didn't say that the, the Warriors were going to beat the Sharks, but I did say that it was going that it was set to be a close matchup because it was one of the like, you know, like rankings wise, it was one of the closer matches we had for this week. All the other games were like mismatches pretty much. That's See, what I said last week. I said this that I think the Warriors might actually do something this season and be a surprise team. Mm. Regal told me that he doesn't think that they're going to last much longer, and sooner or later they're going to fall apart. I don't know. I feel like this Warriors team is showing a lot this season that I think 
I think they're going to actually surprise a lot of people this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to the uh, final game of the season, or the not the season, the week, uh, we had Bulldogs-Cowboys. Um, I'm pretty sure Rigo and I both on the podcast last week said we could see the Bulldogs winning in an upset here. And uh, surprise, surprise, Bulldogs won it in a golden point, I believe. Mm, golden point, uh, nice. I mean, the Bulldogs are, again, one of those teams that, on paper, they should be doing better than what they have been doing this season. Mm-hmm. Um, again, though, they won a golden point against a, a broken Cowboys team. Mm-hmm. So I don't really know if I could take this win for, like, oh, the Bulldogs are turning around. Here they go. When the Cowboys didn't have their fullback yet, because Drinkwater is still suspended. Right. Uh, Nanai wasn't in this game because he was suspended. So when you look at that, you're like, yeah, the Bulldogs won by one point. But if the Cowboys have their starters, maybe this 14 is a 20-something. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to give credit where it's due. A win's a win, though. So, I mean, congrats to the Bulldogs um, oh, yeah. for that. Uh, with this, uh, I think we should have a look at the ladder. I think I have to zoom out for this, though. Can I do it? Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. What are you doing? All right, we're having a look at the ladder here. Okay. Oh, oh. Hold on. Hold on, I think we could. Could oh, whoa, whoa, no, you, we did you finish the matches? Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was, that was the last match. Was the Where was I? Uh, sleeping, probably. Probably. Um, here we are, though, with the ladder. As, well, yeah, I can zoom this out a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'm zooming in. Oh, you're zooming <laughs> in. Oh, no. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> <laughs> so as you can see here, uh, we have the Broncos in first. Again, not surprising. A shocking difference. The New Zealand Warriors are in second. Yeah, that's crazy. The Sydney Roosters in third. The Manly Seagulls in fourth. Penrith, the you know, two-time champions back-to-back, mm-hmm. are in fifth. Storm jump up to sixth. Dolphins drop down to seventh. And Bulldogs are currently in the eighth slot of where if the season ended today... This would be your top eight in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy to think that the uh, Titans are right there about to be the ones that are about to break in. And it's crazy to see teams like the Sharks, Bunnies, Cowboys, and Eels down here. Yeah. These are things you would never think you would see in a season. Very sad. Very sad to see these. Even though I think the Sharks are going to have more of a push coming up because since getting Nico Hines, I mean, that man, that man has really changed that team around. Oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah, that's that's the NRL. Well, um, that's the NRL right now. For next week, NRL matches we've got are true. Storm Roosters Thursday night. Uh, six taken on third there, so that should be a pretty good game. Oh, yeah. with how the we Roosters have, a, have came. We also have a little bit of interesting fact there. Mm-hmm. Um, Brandon Smith, who is the hooker for the Roosters now, yep. uh, was the uh, hooker for the Storm last last few seasons, mm. where he shared time with Harry Grant. So Harry Grant and Brandon Smith will be going up against each other for the first time. Nice, love that, love that. Uh, then for the Friday. First Friday game, we've got Bulldogs versus the Rabbitohs. I mean, with how much the Bulldogs are scrappy, Highlander, this could be a dangerous game for your for your bunnies. 
Uh, yeah, it definitely could be. Could be, could be. But I see, I see the Rabbitohs pull, pulling it, pulling it out, and taking the win here. I see, I see. Um, as I point out something that one of our key players uh, just said an hour ago was, "I'll try to run him over." <laughs> uh, talking about his childhood hero. So Kual Matungi says he's going to run his childhood hero over Josh Reynolds. Yeah. 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 Nice. So, I mean. With the buddies are coming out with that kind of attitude. That attitude will get you far. I'm kind of worried about what's about to happen to this Bulldogs team in a way. Yeah, yeah. Then the second Friday match we've got, we got the Cowboys going up against the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins dropping a little bit here from from, from the hot start the Cowboys that they were at. Yeah? You think the Dolphins are on their decline right now? Yeah. I mean, they the Cowboys have Drinkwater back, their fullback. Mm, mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to go ahead and say that, yes. Drinkwater was really good week round one, right? And then he got injured? Yeah. Did he get injured oh, round no, one? He, he got suspended. Suspended, that's right. For a high for a high tackle. That's right, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drinkwater is back. He's back. Um, still without Nanai. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But yeah, Drinkwater being back, that's a good, that's your good fullback back in the, there. So, I mean. Yeah, I see the Cowboys winning that. That's Especially huge. a home game as well for the Cowboys. Yeah. 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 Uh, so going into the Saturday match, we've got we've got Penrith versus uh, Manly. That's gonna be that should be a good game. That should be a good game. See if see if Penrith can can take that uh in Penrith. Take I that fire. Panthers by a lot. By a lot, huh? Interesting. Interesting. See if the Eagles can cling on to their early success here. Uh, next Saturday game, we got lined up first place Broncos versus sixteenth place Raiders. I mean, in I was Suncorp also as well. yeah in Suncorp. I was also I was looking at the uh, injury list recently, and the Raiders have pretty much their whole entire team out. Practically their entire. I'm pretty sure they have at least six, if not seven, players who are on the injured list right now for for the Raiders. So, yeah, um, yeah this is going to be Broncos by a lot, and probably going to be the same. Probably going to be the same thing we saw last week, uh, if not worse. If not worse, honestly, yeah, with the Raiders. Uh, and then the sun first first Sunday game, first Sunday game, we've got Titans going up against the Dragons. That should be a pretty tight match. Uh, I, I see the Dragons taking this one, maybe. I see the Titans taking it. You see the Titans taking it. Okay, interesting. interesting. A home game for the Titans. The way the Titans have been playing, I think Titans take it. True, true. Very nice, very nice. And then. Second Sunday game we got going on. Yeah, second Sunday game we got going on. These times mess me up every time because <laughs> Monday, but that's not. Well, no, there's this down there actually is a Monday game. There is a the Monday game. Time. Okay, NRL, you're making me, you're messing me up. It's because, it's because there's a public holiday that they're playing on. Oh, I see. I see. Okay, so what would normally be the last match on this Sunday? <laughs> we have the Knights going against the Warriors, which. I mean, is this a bloodbath too, Highlander? Uh, but maybe not, since they're in Newcastle. Honestly, I see this game being a lot closer than than uh, a lot of people also think. Because Lachlan Miller has been doing some crazy things for those Knights. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, the Knights tied the uh, the Seagulls last week, 32-32. Mm. Don't be surprised. And that was on the road. With their home crowd here, I could see them being the one that upsets the Warriors here. Yeah, yeah. True. And then the last match, which would normally be on Sunday, which is on Monday. Thank you, NRL. Uh, West Tigers going up against the Eels. The Eels should win this. <laughs> this right? should be a bounce back game. 100%. I mean, it, it has to be. If if not, then I'm very scared. 
for the Eels season. Yeah. Because we've had a couple of games this season that we should have won. And um, if we I'll lose against no. the Tigers, then... If the Eels lose this game, they're missing the eight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a solid... Uh, Even I mean, though it's still early in the season. Yeah, very early. I just feel like if they can't get past the Tigers now... Right, right. I mean, this is round six. How many rounds we got? 27, right? 27 rounds? 28 rounds? Something like that. It's some crazy. Yeah, so a lot of NRL to, still to be played, but if the Eels continue with this uh, unwillingness to play defense, and this, this would just hurt their mental, I think. Going oh, further. yeah, it would. It would. Wait, they're playing in the Bunny Stadium in Sydney. Oh, no, the, the Acker, Acker Stadium is the Rabbitoh Stadium. Right, right. I know. It's in Sydney. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, like right. eight teams are in Sydney. All right, eight teams are in Sydney? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that. This is where, I mean, you have, you have Penrith. You've got Sydney Roosters. Mm-hmm. South Sydney. South Sydney, yeah. Um, I, I thought there was just two teams because I knew there was the Sydney Roosters. I think, but... I think the Bulldogs are also in Sydney. What, is, what does it say for um, the Bulldogs? It says, yep, Sydney. Okay. That's why they're saying, their stadium's so nice because they got to host eight teams. Oh, no, that's also the Bunny Stadium. Oh, oh, oh. That's insane. Anyway, the buy for this week is the Sharks. So the Sharks get a nice little reprieve Nico this Hines, week. A little rest. Yeah, yeah. After his two, first two great games, he gets a little rest to go back. And uh, yeah, I mean, aside from eight teams being in Sydney, that's insane news. I might to be me. wrong there, but there's a it's- lot. I mean, so this is what I do know. Mm-hmm. So the Cowboys, Dolphins, Titans, and Brisbane, mm. the Broncos, those four are in Queensland. Okay. Uh, obviously, the Melbourne Storm are in Melbourne. Mm-hmm. So that's not there. And then the rest of the teams are in Sydney. Right, right. Wow. That's nuts. That's nuts. So that's like, that's the way I, oh, that's not true. New Zealand is in New Zealand, obviously. but well, It's a different country. Yeah, which I mean, don't get Ringo started. On don't that get one. Ringo started. <laughs> anyway, man will, be, man will be here talking to you for like three hours about how they shouldn't be a team in the NRL. <laughs> and we don't have time for that on our podcast. We're glad that he's not here today. Uh, not, not really. We, we wish Ringo was here. But uh, yeah, that'll really do it for the NRL segment of the show. Let's get into the esports. Uh, this is proving to be the fastest show in history, um, which honestly, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Not even six o'clock yet, our time. But uh, yeah, so esports news. Week one of the major four for Call of Duty has just come to a close. Um, and with that, there has been some roster moves already, which kind of crazy. Um, Boston, after not having the best, not having the greatest start, I guess. I guess they're all in two right now. No, they're not. Yeah, they lost. No, no, they're one and one. They're one and one. They upset upset the champs. They did. That's true. Yeah, so they're one and one. This is why this move makes no sense to me. Right. But, so there must be some internal drama going on with Vivid and the rest of the team, because Kremp, which I have no idea who that even is, he was on their academy roster, um, he's 
he joins the starting squad for the Boston Breach after they go one and one in week one. So uh, who knows what the reason is for that because Vivid, um, who he's replacing, has been good this season. He's been very good this season. As you can see, uh, there's this uh, breaking point to do these player cards. And this is his entire season so far. He's 87 overall, uh, 14 and 12. I mean, he's 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 not above a 1.0 for his overall KD, but I mean, you can't deny that the man has impact on the on the on the field on the, on the map. Yeah. On I the mean, especially field. in hard point, especially in hard point, um, he can just go off and and go on a tear and, and get you a cruise missile like that. And uh, I mean, he he's. Yeah, I don't understand. There must be some sort of internal drama going on, uh, which is why he was benched. But um, who knows? We'll we'll see. We'll see what Kremp can do, and uh, who knows? Maybe maybe he can make him a better team. I mean, they brought Beans in, and he made the team better. Just, I don't. Know, my my one thing on this is, I can understand how they started off zero and two. Yeah, but they lost to, in what my opinion is. A way better Vegas team. Now. Yes. And then they went up against the champs and beat the champs. Right. Two. right. I feel like a change wasn't needed. No. Like, I feel like this is one of those things where they just kind of forced the change. Like, uh, we're just going to force it. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. But this is the standing so far as week one comes to a close for major four. Uh, in Major 4, this says the Minnesota Rocker home series, which, as you can see here, Minnesota Rocker's sitting up here at 2-0. and uh, They had invited two teams over to their uh, LAN area for this week one, and he play- they, ba- they played both teams on LAN uh, at their home of choice. And so they had a little bit of a home field advantage. It was in front of their crowd, right? Crowd was yeah. there? Yep. Um, well, they're in... They're in um... Texas. Wisconsin, I believe. Oh, Wisconsin? Oh, interesting. I didn't know Minnesota, that. Like, yeah, Minnesota, like, they got a place in Wisconsin. Hmm. Weird. So they rented for it, which is, yeah, a little weird, but I mean, they had a good fan base there because of it being so close, but... Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so they, they took on uh, the Mutineers, which they 3 0 them really handedly, and then they took on LAG, which they beat them 3-1, which, I mean, honestly... If now is the time to go two and zero, I mean these are the two teams that you want to do it against. I mean that you would need to do it against because if you're, if, especially LAG with their dwindling success and like just kind of their ad- attitude, um, yeah. So like seeing Rocker get two wins is huge, but at the same time, the rest of their schedule they could be two and three going into the major. Uh, I I don't know. I would like to point one thing out. Yeah. In that Rocker LAG match, mm-hmm. Joe Deceives was an animal. I didn't watch there was, it. But... There was a point where this man was like 27 and 9. Yeah. Oh, he, he did have one of the standout them. performances that I saw. Oh, yeah. yeah. He like pub stomped them. At one point, they literally said, This isn't even a competitive match anymore. This is just him running around in pubs having a fun time. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was a hard point, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And he was just yeah, he was just running around just killing everything in his sight. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't enough as as they fell three to one, so that second hard point didn't quite go Joe to Steve's way, maybe. He might have still done all right, but um 
not entirely sure, but uh, that's why though. Joe DeSees, I with LAG probably closing down mm-hmm. at the end of this whole thing with their whole organization in doubt right now of what's happening there. Right. I could see Joe DeSees going somewhere and making a big impact on a team. Mm-hmm. I could see it. Yeah, I mean, he might be, he, he might be fighting for a spot in the league, honestly, with these last two and then champs uh, mm. majors going on. So, uh, But anyway, looking else here, we've got Optic uh, winning their only match, uh, which in which they played London, and they just absolutely destroyed them. As you can see, London is 0-6 in their map count, so they haven't won a single map. And Optic actually set a record for... Uh, a new hardpoint record, which it wasn't the lowest score of a hardpoint game, which in which Optic won 250 to 68. Uh, they didn't even get 70 points. Um, but Optic set a record in the first three hardpoints of a hardpoint game, getting 144 points out of a possible 180. Uh, that is a record uh, for for the league and for Optic that they have. So in lieu of that dominance... Uh, yeah, it was like 144 to like 14, I think, at that point in time. And then they closed it out 250 to 68. So uh was not a good showing for for London, which honestly this entire season hasn't been a good showing for London. Um, but at you the know, tail end of that hard point, I mean, you literally were watching the London players communicate as they were trying to break a hill, and it was like crickets. Even though you couldn't hear them, oh, I could no. just imagine that it was just crickets. Like... It was it was just sad to watch. It was sad to watch, but uh, yeah. So going down here, Legion, uh, you know they're they're one and zero, which with their new man atta- uh, not attach, uh, Standy, new man Standy. So look for them to have a a really good major four. Honestly, it might be a dark horse to maybe go grand finals of major four. Who knows? Um, Subliners get their win one zero. Phase are sitting at one and one. Uh, after. Falling two subliners, actually. I'm pretty sure it was subliners. Uh, yes, yeah, it was. That, was. that was the game that messed that up was my two. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so Surge also sitting at 1-1, one one, Boston 1-1, one one, and then the undefeated, or the defeated teams, uh, Gorillas, Ultra, Mutineers, and Ravens, which Ultra, sitting down here, defeated 0-2 after they just won Major 3. Um, not looking great for them. I mean, maybe teams have figured them out. I mean, it doesn't surprise me because back-to-back championships is hard to do um, unless you're FaZe in Cold War or unless you're LAT at the end of last year. But, um, yeah, so it's not surprising that Ultra got figured out over the past two weeks of, you know, in-between majors. But I'm looking for them to bounce back as the rest of the of the stage goes on, the major goes on. Um and yeah, so there's uh, there's that. What is this here? Ah, so week two coming up for Major Four introduces the bounty matches that I was talking about last week. And uh, they fixed their little issue with LA, LAT not getting one, I believe. Even though I didn't see any like breaking news about it. I think they did it quietly. Um, but yeah, so Breach versus London, which... That's not really a bounty week. That's just a free ten thousand for Boston. Um, <laughs> Florida versus Surge, which could be a pretty good match. Uh, you got Subliners versus Rocker, which could be a pretty good match. I see Subliners taking it. 
but yeah, uh, especially if rocker doesn't have that home crowd oh, i don't think they're doing that again that one is the worst one the next one like the phase ultra yep. game then you got phase versus ultra which is that's not a free money game right there that that's is not especially with the ultra the way they, they look this yeah past, you, you this gotta you gotta work your what? butt off in that one phase is also very vulnerable because recently phase their hard point game has just been abysmal i mean they haven't yeah. been able to win many hard points at all over the past two majors honestly this whole year actually they their, their hard point game has been lacking they've really Which been getting insane. it done in control and search and destroy they've been they've been nezloing teams two three five you know um so that that can't continue for atlanta phase because ultra we've seen them they love hard point <laughs> and so if they can win both hard points and get a search or get the control then it could be lights out for atlanta uh then you got paris versus lag which once upon a time, I would say LAG is taking this, but now I said Paris. Paris. It's Vegas. Or Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you got me saying Paris. Now they too. need to change this logo because I just see Paris when I see this logo. Um, they should change it because that does not remind me of Vegas in any way, shape, or form. Um, but anyway, then the last match, the last bounty match we have, which is LAT versus Optic, which another game that's not free is always a banger. It's always a banger, and I'm excited. That's going to see map him. five. Oh, 100%. probably, probably. And if it goes map five, I see, I see. Oh no, eh, I was gonna say LAT, but honestly, with the way Optic yeah. are looking recently, they're scary. They are scary. Unless, unless the thieves keep up the way that they've been looking this past week one here, where they three would London and three one the surge. Yeah. If they keep playing like that, but three owing London is not a, is not a hard thing. To yeah, do. no. But three running surge. Surge. That's a little bit more impressive. Yeah, but like, that's mean, insane to me. They both have one thing in common: that were they three owed London or yeah, London. So <laughs> they're both coming in being like, yeah, nice job, man. Three O, at a boy. But uh, no, they're gonna be at each other's throats like they always are. Look for a game five. That's seems to be in the cards. And uh, yeah, so that's 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 week two. Uh, moving away from the call of duty league looking into uh fortnite create creator mm. mode uh activision has started to dmca and request removal of call of duty related content in fortnite creator mode so that for those who don't know what this is um with the launch of unreal engine 5 right highlander oh uh yes yes unreal engine 5 and yep yep got a little technical difficulty i got a uh hold on are you sharing your screen? I need you to share your screen again, buddy. Oh, oh, wait. Why did that end? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. What in the world's happening here? Okay, one second. <laughs> Every, uh, chaos. Chaos is happening. Chaos happens. Happening yeah, the camera is is dependent on the uh, on the on the screen being shared. Um, come on, let's watch it. Let's not do that, though. Okay, here we go. We're back. And uh, slight technical oh, difficulties. Well, well, yeah, there and, we go. Uh, but we're here. We're back. So uh, anyway, so with the introduction of uh, Unreal Engine 5 and Fortnite coming out saying like, hey, you guys can make whatever you want in Fortnite now. Somebody made this classic Modern Warfare 2 Rust map. Oh, it still looks so good. And it good. looks so good. It really does. It doesn't look anything like Fortnite. Kind of does. Look I mean, the, it, it look does. camo. Look at the camos that they did as well, like the dark matter looking camos. Yeah, Sick. yeah. Which I mean, you know, for this, it's just, you know, it's it's 
uh, Activision just being mad that other other things, other people are making content that are better than their content. Um, so yeah, they're 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 doing DMCA takedowns on all this stuff that's going on for Fortnite Creator Mode. Um, sad, but makes sense ultimately. You know, businesses they do what they got to do. Uh, DMCA. I predicted, I predicted this would happen. Like, oh yeah. Because I'm like, there's some of these guys out there and girls mm-hmm. who can make some crazy things. Oh, they're so good. That with them adding all the new stuff to the creative, mm-hmm. they, 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 yeah, no, that's I knew, I knew that this kind of thing would happen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, I don't have don't time to look it up right now. But it, for those who are listening and are interested in seeing what people can do, Roblox, which people know the game Roblox, it's a very like pixely kind of, you know platformer whatever um people have made a call of duty like game inside of roblox too with updated like textures and and shaders and stuff and it looks phenomenal so uh if your spare time uh, you know pause this pause this video pause this podcast recording and, and look up roblox call of duty remake pretty much you'll probably find it it is stunning what uh what someone has done with that uh roblox engine but making a completely better call of duty than call of duty has done in the last couple of years um i mean you remember what the epic what the like um main guy from fortnite said the future of gaming isn't from the big monopolies right but the future of gaming is from us together yeah, yeah. And you know what seeing what i've seen from this unreal engine and creative mode so far in fortnite mm-hmm. oh man gaming is going down a whole different path that I don't think people are ready for. No. No, they're not. They're not. But speaking of Activision and Call of Duty, uh, Ricochet, which is the anti-cheat for Warzone and Call of Duty, implemented a cloaking feature that is used to hide legitimate players from suspected hackers. So as you can see in this little clip right here, this guy who is suspected of hacking is uh, oh geez that's really loud i'm sorry um suspected of hacking shoots this guy once the guy goes completely invisible and the hacker can't see him but meanwhile the guy is still there and he is free to take aim and fire at the hacker and kill him wait why do i love this it's great it's pretty great it's pretty amazing this is actually, it's funny you, uh, you put this here because I just seen, I seen a clip earlier that means that someone exposed themselves. Yeah. Because they put a, a thing going, somebody just disappeared in front of me. <laughs> so he's a suspected hacker then. <laughs> and I'm like, now that I see this, I'm like, wait, now I know what this means. Which, I mean, I don't know how, you know, Ricochet gets people who are suspected hackers. I'm, I'm guessing it's like accuracy maybe. Kills per or minute, maybe. I'm gonna like not entirely sure. Force, maybe. Maybe, yeah. But I mean, say you're having the game of your life. You know, you're just oh, finding yeah. people left, right, and center. You're you're killing people. All of a sudden, boom! Someone disappears in front of you. You're just like, bro, I'm not hacking. Like you just like it just completely chalks the rest of yeah. your game because you get killed by some invisible guy. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I would rage off the game. I would rage too. But at the same so time, you'd be like, you know what? Fair enough. Because I was. I was going hard. I was going in. I mean, somewhat. Uh, I'd also feel 
honored. Proud, yeah, game. true. To be so good that you're suspected of hacking. Yeah. It's kind of a kind of a weird like reminds me of old school Black Ops Two album where I'd go off and I'd get told that I was cheating and I'm like, oh, well, right, buddy. <laughs> and I would you honor me for saying this, right, but I can right. assure you, I'm not. Right. So, yeah. So that's interesting from from the Ricochet team, which have been you know kind of called out over the last couple of years for not being great <laughs> at getting hackers off of Call of Duty. Um, but moving away from Call of Duty, we've got some Halo news. Um, so we've had some 4K open series going on in the Halo space. And for the EU side of things, Quadrant took the most recent HCS open series. Um, no idea who any of these guys are. I don't really know the EU side of Halo that much. I barely know the you know NA side of Halo. But, uh, you know, surprise, surprise, a.k.a. surprise to nobody on the NA side of things, Optic Gaming takes the 4K. And so that just they just keep winning. And uh, Optic is a very scary, scary roster in anything they go into with Halo with the past last year winning the World Championship. And I'm pretty sure this makes that like their fourth, maybe fifth, you know, tournament. I mean, this is really it's only an open series championship, but um, it's not nothing, you know. So uh, good, good for the Optic boys there to to win that and. We'll see what else they can do going on in the year, which, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't know what's going on in the Halo space. I, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just see things like this and I'm like, oh, wow, that happened. Cool. Great. Uh, you know, I feel that. but, uh, yeah, yeah. So getting away from Halo, we've got some new Overwatch news, a new hero, a new support, not support. Yeah. Support hero is coming into the game. Life Weaver is coming into the game and uh, change the game with an ability kit unlike any other when he launches with season four of Overwatch on April 11th. So that's that's him, Lifesaver. No idea what he does. Um, he, he, gives he, me like a he throws flowers at people. Slash, he runs like a druid slash monk mm. from WoW in a way. Interesting. Oh, wow. He can grab people. He can grab teammates and pull them back in from going off the top of the map. That's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, see him there. Oh, he's got one of those little... Uh, oh, that's got to be his alt. There's no okay. way. So, I was right then. Okay. Wow, that's got to be his alt. He's laughing. Wow. For those of you who are listening, uh, he just raised up a tank with a flower petal. Um, that's that's got to e? be his alt. No, that's his not. E? His- his oh old is a big God. tree. A big tree. Oh, oh, there it is right here. There's the big tree. And I'm guessing that just gives life. Gives yeah, extra he health. A, all right. So he's literally a druid from WoW. Wow. Basically. Not it, no it, pun intended with the WoW. But um Yeah, no. World of Warcraft for those who don't wow. know. Wow indeed. So yeah, interesting to see how broken Wait, he is when he comes a into constant the, healing circle? Just for his all, I guess. Yeah. No, that's insane. Oh, if you don't lose it. Oh. If you don't LOS it, like line of sight it. Oh, oh, oh. Line of sight it. That's, that's insane, actually. Yeah, like, so you know those, he's you know those like, hard point maps? Yeah. You you pop your ult like that on there. Your team can literally kill the other team and... Never die. You're just being healed the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy. Uh, He's going to be broken. Like, no... 
Yeah, him 100%. and Kiriko. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. It will definitely be him and Kiriko. Um, oh, and then if, if you max him up with what with Ramatra. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which oh. I mean, speaking of Ramatra, I saw some some gameplay from Ramatra out of the overwatch league this past weekend actually saw some moira gameplay as well from the support side of things which in the competitive side moira is a very bad support hero <laughs> uh people do not like moira and um so yeah so seeing moira being played on the overwatch league stage pretty crazy and uh people were very surprised that it was the houston outlaws i believe uh who who pulled out the moira play and uh, I think she was able to get like a double kill with uh, with her, just with an orb, actually, with just a, just a, dam- a damage orb. And people were just like, what is going on here? Um, so, yeah, so from not using Moira and being an absolute terrible support healer to being used in an Overwatch League, I'm guessing it was just tactically done because they needed a, a, a push, extra damage, which is pretty much all Moira is, honestly. Some healing capabilities, but... It's mostly just a second DPS or a third DPS. Um, yeah, I see Highlander has a little uh, bracket going on here. What What are you looking at here, Highlander? Uh, this is the pro am that's been going on. Oh, uh, the pro am. This yes. is this is the uh, the final bracket that they've gotten from after week two. Oh yes, I see. So yeah. London, Florida, London versus Florida, Toronto, Boston, Toronto, San Francisco, Boston. Houston, and Atlanta versus. Is that the LA Gladiators? Yes. Why I'm still they... learning the teams. Oh, Gladiators LA. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I was like, where's the LA in there? But it's right there in the end. Um, yeah, so honestly, I mean, with how Atlanta's been playing at the start of this year, I mean, I guess that was just the play-in. But I could see Atlanta taking that, uh, going up against Houston maybe uh, from, from the shock. Or That's going crazy. over the shock. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be your team versus my team in the finals of this. Yeah, Florida Mayhem. The Mayhem have looked really good so far at this. Yeah. Who who do you think is going to advance from Toronto-Boston right there? I would say Defiant probably take it. I feel like Boston's going to surprise there. Really? Interesting. Boston did have a couple of surprise moments. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we are very new to the Overwatch League still. Um, And so it'll be interesting to see how this goes. April 9th is the... April 8th and 9th? Is that what I see? April yeah, 8th yeah. and 9th? 8th and 9th is that. That's when that happens. That's when that round one, round two finals goes down. So we'll definitely be bringing you updated news about that next week. Um, but yeah, honestly, I mean, League, League of Legends, uh, Ace has been working her butt off on supplying us with the knowledge and the know-how that we need to, to bring League of Legends updates. But there is so much to go over um who knows what we're gonna do we might just have to bring her on so she can just spout off what's going on and then hop off but um, (laughs) anyway uh that's that's really all we have for the esports section of the show That's going to do it for this episode of Off the Cuff. Thank you all so much for watching and listening to episode number six. It's been a great show. We hope you really enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, feel free to like this if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening, make sure you add it, add us to your list by favoriting, following, subscribing, or whatever it is you do to get notified of new episodes going on. 
If you're here now on Twitch and you haven't followed the channel yet, now is a great time to do so. If you want to catch us live every Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, go over to twitch.tv slash offthecuffpod. If you want to find our full edited episodes of the podcast over on YouTube, it's going to be youtube.com slash at offthecuffpod. Check out all the audio sites that we're on as well over on anchor.fm slash offthecuffcast. And check down below in the description box for our Twitter and Discord links and come connect with us on those platforms. But with all of that being said, there's nothing left to do but close out the show. I'm JT. He's Highlander. Hit us with that smile. He is. And we'll see you next week.